This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Why is it so important when we're dealing with kashrut? Kashrut is extra important when we're dealing in, in halacha. Why is that? Because in every other avera in the Torah, any other sin, although it's a very severe thing, but the effect is l- usually less than the effect of kashrut. Because the kashrut has an extra aspect, and that is the aspect that it has on the soul of a person. It's not only that he committed the sin by eating something that's forbidden, but also it has a straight effect on the nefesh, on the neshama of the person. A person becomes somebody that doesn't connect to spirituality. He doesn't connect to the, to the Torah. He doesn't get anymore the interest of learning Torah, of being involved in Torah and mitzvot. That is the uniqueness of the kashrut aspect. This is actually Chazal in few places. Chazal say the following. In Gemara Numa Lametet, the Gemara says, Tanet Avera metamtemet adam. Once a person sins, now we're talking about general sins. person that sins, it causes clog in the heart of a person. It closes up the heart. What does it close the heart from? It closes from spirituality. It doesn't understand anymore why he should do the mitzvot of Hashem. What does it mean, Venitmetem Bam? Venitmetem, Venitamtem, which means we're not talking about over here Tum'ah, rather we're talking about clog, closed. The thing becomes blocked. The heart becomes blocked from the things we're very much talking about right now. So therefore, Chazal Medeek like this Lotitamubaem, Venitmetem Bam, the double. Language over here, double Oshon. Adam meat If a person commits a small sin, they do they bring upon him a lot of tumah, which means what kind of tumah? What is tumah? Tumah is uncleanness, unpurent. And therefore they bring a lot of that tumah on top of him. When a person causes himself to be tameh in this world, in the next world, to add to that. This Gemara is explained by Rashi. What does it mean, metamtemet? Otemet vesotemet mikol chokhmah. Rashi says that he gets clogged from the wisdom. What kind of wisdom we're talking about over here? Many people eat all kinds of varim asurim, and they can still go to college and learn, and they're very, uh, they're very successful over there. They excel over there. What are we talking about over here? We're talking again about spirituality. A person would not be able to understand Torah. He comes in front of the Gemara, and he doesn't understand two things. First, he doesn't understand. Secondly, he doesn't get an interest. The interest was lost with that Avera. Therefore, the Gemara tells us that this Pasuk that speaks about Ma'achalot Asurot causes a person to get clogged of that very thing that we're talking about over here, which is the connection to Hashem. But that connection goes way beyond that, as we're going to see now in the following thing. First of all, 
if we be medayek and learn the story of Daniel correctly, Daniel and his uh, fellow boys were taken in captivity by Nebuchadnezzar, as it says in the beginning of Daniel. And over there, while he was taken, they asked him also that he should try to learn the wisdom that they wanted, to, uh, they wanted him to learn. They wanted to get those Jewish boys, since they knew Jewish boys have an extra special uh, uh, ideas and special, they're the very uh, bright. They wanted those boys to be very knowledgeable in all different knowledges. And with that, with all these wisdoms, they'll be able to help out the king. They'll be able to be good advisors and so on and so forth. So therefore, Daniel was taken together with his friends. And Daniel and some of his friends decided they're not eating anything that's not kosher. They offered them pat baga melech, which means they offered them a special bread from the king that they should eat well, because the king felt that if a person eats well, he also be able to learn much better. That's the way a person works. Therefore, Daniel was supposed to eat that bread in order to be healthy, in order to feel uh, ready to be able to learn and do well in his teaching. But Daniel took it upon himself, as the Sefer Daniel in the beginning says, not to eat any of that. He didn't want to eat anything that came from the king. Why? He felt that it's not kosher. And therefore, anything that was offered to him, he wasn't able to, he didn't want to eat. And he made a deal together with the person that was offering him the food, that he should keep all the food that the king gave and give him instead just seeds. And he would eat those seeds. The person that was offering the food was a little scared because if it would be found out, they would have his head for that. But Daniel told him, let's make a try. You'll see that it's not going to have an effect on me and nobody would know. You'll see that if I eat those seeds, I'm going to look like all the other boys. So they tried that for a while and they saw it's really, it really so. Daniel was doing extra well. Not only that, he was excelling in the learning. He was doing extremely well in the learning him and some of the boys that, with, that were with him. And therefore, because of that, he was able to reach very high levels in the king palace. He was the main advisor and so on and so forth, as it says over there in the book. But one of the interesting things that it says over there is that when Daniel didn't want to eat, it says the following. It says in the Pasuk that the waiter that was given them was giving them those very seeds, and those very seeds caused them, the fact that they prevented from eating the non-kosher things, caused them to become much wiser, much smarter, on the contrary to what was taught by the king. And this is what the Malbim explains. As much as they put the effort to stay away from the non-kosher food, that much... The spirituality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shefa Eloki, the bracha from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, came upon them. Shayeladim arbaatam sheushvu beprishut mimachalot asurot, ken ushvu bemada veaskel yoter ala yeladim sheitgalu mipat bargamele. Which means, those kids that took upon themselves not to eat anything that's not kosher, because of that, they were able to become much smarter, much wiser, do much better 
in the teaching and the learning than all the other kids. Daniel, Daniel took it even an extra step. He was completely getting away from anything that had any concern of kashrut. Was able to be Zohar also. The spirit of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Amazing. So we see over here the way the Psukim indicate and the way the Malbim explained to us that the, the, the Psukim come to teach us is an amazing thing that when a person prevents himself from eating something that's a sur, it has a direct effect on the nefesh of the person and he gets also much higher in his learning than anybody else. As Rashi said over here, and we saw before, that what does it mean, metamtemet, that the sin of eating ma'achalot asurot clogs up the heart, or temet vesotemet mikol chokmah, which means it clogs up the heart from any wisdom. So therefore, when you don't eat anything that has a kashrut concern, you open up, it opens up the heart to understand those things much better. It's not only here, but all over, we would find such a thing. For instance, the Khatam Sofer, in the end of Parashat Gdoshim, says the following. He says, together with many other Mefarshim, that when a person eats Ma'achalot Asurot, all of the sun he has some kind of distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, So much that he gets to Kfirah in Apikorsut, which means he doesn't even, st- he starts doubting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Khatam Sofer says the following. Rova pikorsut rachmanalitzlan mitnotzetz be'adam al-yedeh achilat nevelot v'trefot. Which means a person that feels doubts in believing in HaKadosh Baruch that's because he's eating non-kosher food. Trefot, nevelot v'trefot. Divre Chaim says that it's known that those sins of eating ma'achalot asurot metamtem alev ha'Yisrael it clogs up the heart that we saw in Divrei Chazal. Because of that, there were many congregations that almost came out and didn't, it didn't continue the Jewish law to the next generation. Why is that? Because they, were, they fell in that Machalot Asurot. Although he explained the Divrei Chaim, it wasn't in their fault. It was because it was put upon them. They sold them things. They sold them things that were non-kosher, but they told them it was kosher. They didn't even know. It was beshogeg. It was by mistake. It was honest. It was against their, their will. They didn't know about that. Although all that, still, it's almost that they fell apart completely and the keila, the congregation, got completely devastated from continuing the Jewish uh, way. So this is the Divr Chaim. Place, other places that say the same thing. For instance, brought down in the Rambam the following. The Rambam, in the Geret Rambam, he says the following. He says that the, 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 he, he, he was presented with a question about Emunah. And when he saw that question, he responded very much, very fiercely, very strong. He said the following. He said that from the fact you're asking, in other words, he didn't even come up to answer the question. He was asked a question in Emuna. Normally, you are asked the question, give an answer. The Rambam of, of avoided the question and he went straight to the root of the problem. What is the root of the problem? He says the following. I'll explain to you how come 
you have those, those doubts. Where do they come from? Don't have such doubts. If you come from a Jewish father, a Jewish mother, you shouldn't have such a doubt. Rambam says to them, pay attention. Every person that eats something, he goes to the digestive system. In the digestive system, you have over there a separation from the bad from the good. How does a bad get out of the body? First of all, regular waste. That's the regular way. But then you have other ways that the body takes out that waste from the food. For instance, some of the food waste gets out from the body with the sweat, says the Rambam. Some of them goes from the hair. Some of them goes from the nails. That's how those waste of the food gets out. And then, after everything gets out, it gets swallowed. It gets digested in the digestive system. And you have the very fine thing that's left over from that material, from that food, and that goes to the brain and to the heart. And that's very important, says the Rambam, that that very thing comes from a kosher food, kosher animal, kosher chicken. Because if not, it gets to the mind, it gets to the heart, that very fine left of the food. And if it's not kosher, you should know that that very thing would bring you to disbelieve in HaKadosh Baruch These are the words of the Rambam. From that very food, the, the brain is formed. The body is formed from the food. The food gives it nutrition to the body. It forms it. From your words, from your question, that you don't believe in Chazal and you have these kind of questions, you should know, you should know that you did not we were not care- careful with eating kosher food. Therefore, your mind was formed from the Lord, from the Trefot, from Dvarim Asurim. Now, how is it that you're going to be able to avoid questions like this and understand spirituality that it's not something that has to be used only with logic tools? Rather, it has to be used with the heart. A person needs to believe in a Kadosh Baruch Hu. It has more than just facts that you see black and white because a person needs to open up his heart to believe things. And therefore, if you don't have the tools, you don't have the right material inside your heart, inside your brains, of course, that's going to bring you to disbelief in a Kadosh Baruch Hu. This is how the Psukim actually say in the Torah, the Pasuk says, Don't make your nefesh, your neshama, your soul, shekets. What does that mean? Says the Ibn Ezra, If a person eats nevelot, refot, machalot asurot, things that are forbidden, his body becomes metunafot umegualot. He becomes dirty. What becomes dirty? The body itself doesn't become dirty. Take a shower, you clean again. It means the nefesh, the neshama. A person can't understand Torah anymore, as we were saying before. He gets clogged up. He doesn't understand what it says in the Torah. So this is the Rambam over here. And it's not only the Rambam, as we saw, the Khatam Sofer, and we saw 
other poskim that say the same thing, and therefore we go to the next step. When we're dealing with not understanding Torah, Dorachaim Akadosh explains, he says the following from the Arizal, an amazing Orachaim Akadosh. We'll see it inside. Dorachaim says the following. He brings the Arizal. He says from the Arizal, Sometimes a person that was good, person that was good, he flips over. Sometimes he changes in, in his nature from good to bad. He doesn't himself know what was the reason, what was the reason for that. A person wonders for himself. How did that happen that he had this flip in his mind? Up to now, he was such a believer. He was so, ma- so much a ma'amin. He used to pray with such kavanah, with such happiness. And all of a sudden, he doesn't have any feeling anymore for anything. He doesn't want to pray. He prays. He doesn't feel anything. He learns. He doesn't feel anything. He doesn't want to do anything. He, d- he has doubts in his mind. Where does this come from? Says the Arizal, Sometimes a person eats something that has a bad thing in it that changes him over. Which means sometimes a person eats something that's not kosher or it has other things that are not 100% in it, and that itself flips him around that he doesn't have any more connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A person needs to be careful not to eat anything that's not 100% kosher. It has a straight connection, straight link between eating kosher and the nefesh, the soul of a person. Would he be a believer? Would he have the feeling to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to Torah, to Mitzvot, that has to do with what he's eating. Surprise. V'hu omro, la'asot retzoncha, says the Pasuk, la'asot retzoncha Eloai chafatzti, v'zeaya li liyot toratcha betoch me'ai. The reason I have the will to do your, to keep your Torah, to do your will, the reason I have this desire to do your will, is because toratcha betoch me'ai. Everything you wrote in the Torah, that is not kosher, is not in my stomach. Anything you wrote in the Torah that is kosher, that's in, in my stomach. Anything that the Torah said is fine, that is in my stomach. Therefore, I got the desire to do your will, to keep your Torah, to keep your mitzvot. Beautiful, that's from the Arizal. So we have over here a Rambam, we have over here a Arizal, we have over here a Divrei Chazal. Let's take a step and see what is the cause when you eat non-kosher, what is the cause of everything we're talking about over here? Is it something that has to do with the food, or it has to do with the sin itself that a person is eating? Non-kosher, because he's eating, he's committing a sin, that causes him all this bad effect. Or do we say no? That is by itself able to change a person. Nothing to do with the sin in it. Rather, even if it wouldn't be a sin, like for instance, let's say a goy. A goy is allowed to eat non-kosher. No problem at all. 
would the non-kosher food have an effect on the goy? Because it's poisonous, so to speak, for the neshama, as is. Or do we say it's only the sin in it that causes a person everything we're talking about? And therefore, a goy wouldn't have such an effect. It wouldn't be effective to a goy. So over here, we will have a big surprise seeing that even by goyim, it has an effect. We have few places to show that pretty uh, openly. For example, it says the following. A story about Antoninus. Antoninus eventually became a girl, as Tosfot says in Avodazarad Afyudamud Bet. The Tosfot over there say, tells us a story about Rebbe that was the same age as Antoninus. Rebbe's parents did a Brit Milah to their son, Rebbe, although it was against the rule of the, the law of the land said, you're not allowed to do Brit Milah. There was a decree against Brit Milah. Rebbe's parents violated that decree. When they were called to the Caesar to make sure that their son didn't do a Brit Milah, they had to come in and bring their son and show that the son did not go through the process of Brit Milah. So what did they, what should they do? They have Rebbe, and, he, and, and they performed on him the Brit Milah. So they went to their neighbors, Antoninus' parents, and since they were good people, they asked them, maybe they're willing to give Antoninus to them that they could take him to the Caesar. And so they did. Rebbe stayed by them until they come back, and Antoninus came with Rebbe's parents. And everything eventually came out good. But meanwhile, at the time, they went there and came back. What was Antoninus eating? He was feeding from Rebbe's mother. She was nursing him. Sestos thought eventually that caused Antoninus to become a girl because it has an effect on him. We see that even a goy, Antoninus was a goy, he was a Roman. Even a goy would have the effect even on, on the good aspect. Forget about the bad aspect, even the good aspect. The person that eats kosher and is a goy eventually could become a girl. Why is that? He gets the connection, he gets the positive connection. Says the Gemara the following. Midrash, Midrash Rabbah. It says the following. When Mashiach comes, would announce the following. Anybody that didn't eat chazir miyamav, never ate chazir, never ate pig, would come. Umot olam also come. Says HaKadosh Buhu that they ate chazir. I can't give it to them. But whoever wouldn't eat chazir, even if he would be a goy, would get his reward. Not only in the next world, but also in this world. We see that that itself, although they're not commanded, has such an effect on the goyim. It says the following. It says in Bab Matziah, the Gemara says over there that if a person becomes a girl, you shouldn't say that mouth that ate trefot, nevelot, katsimu, remasim, comes to learn Torah, how is it possible that somebody who ate when he was a goy, before he converted, he ate all the non-kosher food, he would come to learn Torah? Says the Pnei Yushua, why did the Gemara pick out those examples from any, differently than anything else, more than anything else? The Gemara could, could have picked, for the same price, all other isurim of the, of the Torah. He did all the averot in the Torah. Why does he pick those things? The Pnei Yushua says, because those things have an effect even on a goy even on a girl. And therefore, I would think that because it has such an effect, how could he come and learn Torah? 
comes over here, and the Gemara says, you're not allowed to say that to a girl, to a convert. You're not allowed to say that to him. Because it's, it's, it's true, it has an effect. It does have an effect even on a goy. We see that very clearly over here. Another example to that. Says the Gemara, Why do the Ovde Kochavim, those idol worshippers, Mezoamim, Zoamim, we're talking about over here, again, they can't connect to HaKadosh Baruch The nefesh is not clean, it's unpure. Why is that? Because they eat all kind of bugs. Because of that, it has an effect on them. We see that the effect is even on a goy. More than that, the Gemara says, in Avodah Zarah it has an effect on their nefesh, on their neshama, and on their body as well. Therefore, very important, Rashi mentions that HaKadosh who wants Am Yisrael specifically, and not the goyim. Why is that? Because it's a parable, it's a mashal, to people that are sick. Two people that are sick, the doctor comes and tells one of them, be careful, don't eat this and don't eat that. And the other person that's sick in the same sickness, he didn't say anything to him. He's asking him, why not? Why did you say to me not to eat all these things and not to him? He told him, the doctor told him, that person is, is ready to die. There's nothing that's going to help him. Let him eat whatever he wants. But you, you're going to live. So you have to be careful to take your medicine, to keep your, your, your diet correctly. And therefore, that's the mashal, and the nimshal is, Am Yisrael and Umot HaKochavim. Umot of the Kochavim, also, in the same way, it affects them, but they weigh off. And since they weigh out already, they've been eating so much nevelot refot all their lives, nothing's going to help them. They're so far out. But Am Yisrael, that keep to that very fine law of HaKadosh Baruch has a straight effect on every single item we eat, whether for good or for bad. And therefore, it's very important for us to go and dwell and go through the journey of knowing what is allowed and what is not. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.